Hello, my friends, and welcome to an episode of the Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar. This is going to be episode 100, and we're going to do the readings for the most sacred heart of Jesus. All right, so let's begin. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, entrance antiphon from Psalm 33. The designs of his heart are from age to age, to rescue their souls from death and to keep them alive in famine. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kiri elision, Christe elision, Kiri elision, Christe elision. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High. Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that we who glory in the heart of your beloved Son, and recall the wonders of his love for us, may be made worthy to receive an overflowing measure of grace from that font of heavenly gifts through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. And we have a second uh, prayer. O God, who in the heart of your Son wounded by our sins, bestow on us in mercy the boundless treasure of your love. Grant, we pray, that in paying him the homage of, your, of our devotion, we, we may also offer worthy reparation through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. First reading from the book of Deuteronomy. It's chapter 7, verse 6 to 11. The Lord has set his heart on you and chose you. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. And Moses said to the people, You are a people sacred to the Lord your God. He has chosen you from all the nations on the face of the earth to be a people peculiarly his own. It was not because you are the largest of all nations that the Lord set his heart on you and chose you, for you are really the smallest of all the nations. 
It was because the Lord loved you and because of his fidelity to the oath he has sworn to your fathers that he brought you out with his strong hand from the place of slavery and ransomed you from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Understand then that the Lord your God is God indeed. The faithful God who keeps his merciful covenant down to the thousands of generations toward those who love him and keep his commandments, but who repays with destruction the person who hates him. He does not dally with each with such a such a one, but makes him personally pay for it. You shall therefore carefully observe the commandments the statutes, and the decrees which I enjoin on you today. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Next is the responsorial psalm. It's from Psalm 103. And the response is going to be, The Lord's kindness is everlasting to those who fear him. The Lord's kindness is everlasting to those who fear him. Bless the Lord, O my soul, O my being, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. The Lord's kindness is everlasting to those who fear him. He pardons all your iniquities, heals all your ills. He redeems your life from destruction crowns you with kindness and compassion. The Lord's kindness is everlasting to those who fear him. Merciful and gracious is the Lord, slow to anger and abounding in kindness. Not according to our sins does he deal with us, nor does he requite us according to our crimes. The Lord's kindness is everlasting to those who fear him. A reading from the first letter of St. John. If we love one another, God remains in us. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, let us love one another, because love is of God. Everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Whoever is without love does not know God. For God is love. In this way, the love of God was revealed to us. God sent his only begotten Son into the world so that we might have life through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as expiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also must love one another. No one has ever seen God, yet if we love one another, God remains in us, and his love is brought to perfection in us. This is how we know that we remain in him, and he in us, that he has given us of his Spirit. Moreover, we have seen and testify that the Father sent his Son as Savior of the world, 
Whoever acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God remains in him and he in God. We have come to know and to believe in the love God has for us. God is love, and whoever remains in love remains in God, and God in him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Next is the Gospel, the Alleluia Antiphon, from Matthew chapter 11, verse 29. Alleluia, alleluia. Take my yoke upon you, says the Lord, and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. Alleluia, alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Although you have hidden these things from the wise and learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At the time, Jesus exclaimed, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourself. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We are all part of a love story. We're all part of a great romance story. A, a love story, a romance story with God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. God is love, and whoever loves God, God remains in us. I mean, it's repeated over and over again. You know, you read the, like, Psalm 91, you read Psalm 27, and it talks about how God came down to rescue the, you know, the protagonist, the psalmist, because he loved me. That's why he... You know, he protects me. And that's a love story. It's a romance story. Fulton Sheen said it. G.K. Chesterton said it. And neither one of us has to be jealous of the other. Although, if you read the Gospels, you can see how the apostles, each one wanted Jesus, wanted Jesus' personal attention, in a sense. But... It took a while before they realized that this Jesus is God. And each one of them, each one of them, he has a personal relationship with. You don't hear the story about all the apostles. You hear about mostly like Peter. You hear about John the apostle a lot. John the apostle who gets, who gets to write the fourth and last um, you know, gospel. 
you hear about Andrew, you hear about James, you hear about Philip, you hear about Nathaniel, but each one of them gets a moment gets a moment in the spotlight. Not all of them, but a moment in the spotlight. Saint Jude gets to write one letter. Um, but it's we're all part of that love story. We're all part of that romance story with Jesus. And you see that in the book of Revelation. You see that in the book of Acts. How some of the apostles died. And it's true, because really when you look at the, the lives of the saints, look at Joan of Arc, her love story with Jesus. She died with Jesus on her lips when she was being burned at the stake. Burned by hypocritical Catholics, by Catholics who aligned themselves with the King of England. Not for the, not for the sake of the faith, but the sake of politics. You see that in the story of St. Thomas More and St. John Fisher. Both of them locked up, locked up, found themselves locked up for the mere fact that they will not betray Christ for the King of England. Then you hear about the, the, the English martyrs. When Henry was alive, he sent his soldiers up north to England to crush a rebellion, not just a bunch of people who wanted to keep their faith, common peasants, and he had them all killed. The soldiers hanged so many Catholics from, a tr from trees. You can see, and actually there's a, a memorial where she, you see men and women. You'll see women and men and little children hanging from trees. All because simply that they were, they wanted to keep their Catholic faith. It's a romance story. And then, yes, there are the Protestants, I won't skip them, who died. Unfortunately, some by the hand of Catholics, some that by the hand of their own government. Because they belong to the wrong Protestant church. And, you know, they all died. <coughs> Excuse me. They all died, sadly. But each one of us has a romance story with Christ. And that's, that's the thing. I mean, I know people think it doesn't sound like much of a romance story, but romance stories do sometimes end tragic. Not every romance story ends with a happy ending, but I'm not saying that it's, you do wind up going to heaven. That's the point. In this world... Because if you, Jesus said himself that you will be persecuted. You know, in the, in one of the podcasts I, I did not too long ago, which was about people mocking and persecuting us because we happen to be Christian, because we have a belief and because we follow our conscience, we don't let our politics rule our faith, our, our faith. We vote according to our conscience, which is part of the romance story, part of the love story. You know, because how we behave, how we act in this world. If you love Christ, you have to follow it to the letter. You don't choose Caesar and you don't choose Caesar's 
um, bribes to dictate your faith. You don't choose something that's contrary to your love with Christ. Because if you do, you contradict your love for God. This will affect your relationship with God for eternity. We cannot choose something that's contrary to our relationship. That in a sense is spiritual idolatry because then, you know, you're choosing the the world over over Christ. And you can't say, I love you, Lord, but I had to vote like this because, you know, in order to get what I need to survive in this world. Remember what Christ said, your heavenly father knows what you need even before you ask him. You know, Judas chose 30 pieces of silver. Peter got scared and chose to run and hide. To, to, he denied his Lord because he was afraid of death. That's, that's spiritual idolatry. I know it's not an easy, it's, it's not easy, but you can't choose the government over Christ. Sometimes, you know, you know, we have to, you know, we're being tested. We're always being tested at every moment of our lives. Every single one of us, me included, you know, I mean, what if someone decides to come after me because of the podcast and YouTube channels I do? It could happen, right? Thomas More got picked on because he is his writings, because he wrote, he spoke up, he spoke up and eventually, you know, they did. They decided to come out, even though he had every right under the Magna Carta, the same way I have a right under the Constitution for freedom of expression. And the Constitution gives us freedom of religion. But there's some people out there that don't like that. They don't like the fact of, of that kind of freedom. And that's true. Anyway, we have to pray and we have to keep praying our rosaries and we have to pray, um, for you know for the you know for the strength to to have courage and not to be afraid we shouldn't be afraid all right so we'll go to the creed i believe in one god the father almighty maker of heaven and earth of all things visible and invisible i believe in one lord jesus christ the only begotten son of god born of the father before all ages god from god Light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. He rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and life of the world to come. Amen.
We'll say a Hail Mary for our country. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. We'll say Hail Mary for uh, all the um, people who have um, suffered financially. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. We say uh, Hail Mary for all, all our police, our military. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. We'll say a Hail Mary for the sick and the elderly. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. For the Pope, the Church, and the clergy. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen.